This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, the dangers of a common natural sweetener, a new way to get rid of pet hair in your laundry, and clean teeth, good health for your pets. That's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca. Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I'm here with Monica Layton, president of Professional Pet Sitting. And Monica, there's something out there that is something common to some of the things that we eat as humans, which can be very, very dangerous to our pets. Can you tell us a little bit about xylitol? Absolutely. So over, you know, the last five, six years, many people have been like cutting back and being more cautious about the sugar intake. And that has led to an enormous increase of number of products that contain an ingredient called xylitol. Xylitol is a low calorie sugar substitute um, with a low glycemic index. And it's found naturally in like berries, plums, corn, oats mushrooms, um, some lettuces, and actually trees. And the sweetener is used in a ton of stuff, everything from chocolate to candy, peanut butter, toothpaste, um, lower sugar baking products. Um, There's even breads and a lot of new, new products out that um, containing xylitol. 
And um, the Pet Poison Helpline since 2015 has had a huge amount of intake between the calls that are for xylitol poisoning. Actually, 108%. (gasps) It was the biggest one-year increase they had, which was from 2019 to 2020. And even in 2018, 47% of all the calls that went into them were xylitol poisoning. So this is a large amount over the last six years as well. Back in the 2020 timeframe, that's when xylitol first came out. And in the last five, six years, a lot more products have emerged that contained it. So it's like all over again, we are getting all these products that they're just popping up with a bunch of stuff in them that people don't realize are really bad for their pets. Mm. Now, if a pet eats something that with xylitol, which is very, unfortunately, it could be very common because, I mean, if it's in chocolate, if it's in candy, toothpaste, p- peanut butter, and I know that peanut butter is something that people sometimes give their pets, or they hide little pills in them for their medicine. So Absolutely. are there like symptoms or anything to see if yes. they have had it, ingested it? Yeah, so xylitol consumption for pets and, you know, particularly in dogs, um, can be extremely toxic and toxic and potentially deadly. Um, mm. The most common effect from xylitol poisoning is a precipitous drop in the blood sugar. Um, that can lead to loss of consciousness, seizures, um, and in high doses, liver failure can begin just within a few hours and keep going onto a few days of that constant liver damage. Again, with the number of cases rise, a lot of things newer that have been coming out with the example of um, a lot of states, medical marijuana, um, edibles are a lot of THC infused edible products are also being made in low sugar and with sweeteners such as xylitol. Um, so we kind of have an emergence of those products as well. So like our THC infused mints, um, different baked goods, anything, you know, that contains THC with low sugar product mix, that combo has been on extreme high rate of uh, occurrence lately. And combo of the two is just, it becomes very serious. We had um, in our office a golden doodle and not a mini golden doodle, like we're talking full size. So it was a good size weighted dog, and um, the owner had dropped a packet of chiclets gum, and three of them dropped on the floor, and the dog consumed three of them. We're talking a 46-pound dog, and the dog was, the owner fortunately knew that it contained xylitol. They knew it was an issue. They took them straight to the emergency clinic because it was on a weekend. And the dog, unfortunately, passed a week later, even with immediate treatment, um, because of the liver failure that it caused in the dog. I mean, it doesn't have to be a large amount. Some of the smallest little, you drop something and they grab it really fast. It doesn't take a large amount of xylitol to cause real effects in some pets. So having people realize the severity of it and just being aware of it and getting them help immediately is the best thing that they can do out there. It's not one of those products that it's like, oh, we only got one. Let's wait and see how he does. That's something that if you know they got it, 
you, you want to be calling your veterinarian, talk to them, see what they want you to do. They're probably going to want you to bring them in um, and getting treatment done right away because the effects and the damage that xylitol can do within their system is rapid. So waiting a day or two before it starts having serious, serious symptoms could be the difference between partial liver damage and complete liver failure. Wow. And, and it could be something so simple as a piece of gum. That's that's yeah. what's totally eye-opening, I guess. Wow. Chiclets gum, I mean, you see that they're like little teeny. Yes. Yeah. Square. I mean, we're talking a small little thing and it's, yes, it's just, it's extremely toxic to our friend, to our furry friends. So. <laughs> wow. Well, Monica, as always, you bring us great advice. And this is something that is very, I, I mean, it's in so much of human food that everyone really needs to look at the labels to see. And, and I'll tell a quick story. Um, a friend of mine had guests to her house and one of her guests had a purse who had the flap open and in it, she had some sugarless gum with xylitol, unbeknownst to them, their little dog, it was a small dog, went in, got it, and got the gum and ate it through the package. And someone happened to see the package. The dog got very, very sick. They took it to emergency. Thank goodness it lived. And actually, they had heard on our show about the xylitol. You and I had talked about it a, a few years ago. And they, yeah, the dog almost passed away, but they got it there in time. So I think people need to know that there's a reaction time Make sure that if you have guests to your house, you say, put your purses in a high area or make sure you're zipped up. The If you have anything in your pocket, make sure that it's closed because it's something that can happen really fast and ha can have very fatal uh, endings. So, so. And you know, there's a lot of products out there too right now that are coming out with xylitol in it that are not even like food products. We're talking like medications, um, nasal sprays, sleep aids. Even some shampoos and deodorants oh have been goodness. found to have xylitol in it. Wow. Um, multivitamins, prescription sedatives, antacids. There were some stool softeners. Even makeup remover and like the um, the gum that you use to stop smoking. Wow. I had no idea. You know, I knew it was in toothpaste, but I had no idea. And in peanut butter and like in, in some of the candies and bake products and stuff. But I had no idea it was in that stuff. That's regular household personal care items. Absolutely. Thank you for that tip. It's hopefully people listening to it. This could be life-saving for our pets. So please be careful. Read the, um, you got to read it on more than the food. You got to read it on everything because xylitol. <laughs> Monica, can you just spell it out so people would know? Because it kind of, it spells out a little different than it sounds. Absolutely. It's X-Y-L-I-T-O-L. So if you see that on any of your packages, make sure that you keep them out of your pet's uh, reach. Be very aware where you place them. So Monica, thank you very much. This is a wonderful, very valuable tip. So thank you and you have a good week. Thank you. You too. We'll be back in just a minute. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie and Miss Olive here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. 
In this series, Ms. Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, don't be furious about your pet's excessive fur. You can do something about it. Molly, here's your dinner. Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. The Fur Zapper helps remove fur, hair, lint, dander, and other debris from your clothes, bedding, jackets, blankets, and anything where pet hair can gather. So for all of you pet parents out there, you know what I mean. We love our pets, but all of that fur, hair, dander, not so much. So I have three pups and this sticky disc is very effective and the bonus is it's reusable and safe. I call it almost magical. So with us today is the creator of the fur zapper, Michael Swigart. Hey, Michael, welcome to the Dougie Diva Show. Hey, thanks for having me. No, it's our pleasure. Now, I love this. I personally use it, so I know that it's very effective. What was the inspiration and the story behind the Fur Zapper? So for for many years, I was a work-at-home dad. I worked remotely, and I was responsible for doing the laundry. With two dogs and a cat in the house and and five people, we had hair and, and dander on pretty much all of our clothing. So what happened is I would wash the laundry in the morning, you know, dry load in the afternoon, and I'd take the laundry out, and it would still be covered in pet hair. The laundry would be clean, the pet hair would be clean, but it'd still be filled all over the clothing, the the blankets, the jackets, the shirts, pretty much everything came out, and it had to be lint rolled or rewashed, or you'd have to pick the hair off. So I kind of got frustrated doing that. It added a lot of time onto the laundry. So I looked online for solutions. I looked in stores to try to find out if there's something that could remove, you know, pet hair, pet hair while I'm washing and drying the clothes. Couldn't find anything. So I tried a million, you know, do-it-yourself remedies and recipes, some crazy ideas to try to solve this problem. And nothing really worked. Um, one day, uh, accidentally, I dropped a, uh, a Halloween mask uh, on the ground in my uh, workshop and as places where my dogs would frequent and, and hang out while I did some some different hobbies. And I noticed that the pet hair uh, clung 
all over to this silicone mask. And I thought, huh, that's really interesting. I wonder how that would work, you know, in the washer and the dryer. Would it help get the pet hair off the clothes? So strangely enough, I took a uh, ripped piece of silicone zombie mask and ended up throwing that in the washer and dryer. And as it tumbled through, uh, the tacky surface of the silicone, uh, you know, grabbed onto the pet hair. And as it was tumbling through the dryer, it was just, you know, releasing the pet hair and the lint trap was just filling up like I've never seen before. So once I saw that, you know, started to work, I looked up the properties of silicone and tried to find the best, uh, you know, formula for what would work for, you know, grabbing the most amount of pet hair, something that was safe, something that was economical, something reusable. And I basically experimented until I found the right, you know, perfect uh, silicone to be used in the washer and dryer to remove pet hair. And from then, uh, it's all history from there. Now, now I understand because it was from a zombie mask, why I keep saying it's magical. But, <laughs> but now, how does it work from the washer to the dryer? And I mean, and it has this really funky feel to it. So it's like, it's really interesting. I'm glad I know how it was created because it makes a lot of sense to me now. But um, how does it like work from beginning to end? Yeah, so how it works is um, these silicone discs are really soft. They're really squishy. They almost feel like a stress relief toy where, you know, you squeeze it and it, it has a nice tactile feel to it. So the most important property of this is the tackiness. So it has a certain amount of tackiness to it. It's soft and it, it's pliant, but it's not sticky. So it's tacky enough to grab onto pet hair, but not hold it too long. Like it won't grab onto your clothes it typically doesn't like stick to the washer or dryer, you know, drums. So it's a great material that, you know, can tumble through your clothes. It's small enough where it can, you know, fit between, you know, different articles of clothing in your washer and dryer. So, uh, you know, it just tumbles through and, and the tacky surface just grabs onto the pet hair and, you know, really softly and gently dislodges it from the clothes. So once it's dislodged, then the natural, you know, agitation of the washer and the tumbling in the dryer ends up releasing the pet hair again. So it's tacky enough to grab it, but it's not so tacky that it holds onto it forever. So these things don't really fill up with pet hair. You know, you're not going to pull out a fur zapper just filled with hair. So the beauty of it is that it, it grabs it and releases it, sort of like a, a catch and release program. And then, you know, in your washer, you'll see it, you know, slowly start to come off. It kind of loosens it up in the washer. The dryer is the biggest um benefit you're going to get the most use in your dryer um, we do like it going back in the washer because first of all it cleans it so you know once it hits the the detergent in the washer and the and the fresh water cleans off the fur zapper gets it ready and prepared for doing the heavy lifting you know within the dryer so you know you throw we recommend you know at least two in the washer and then when that load is done you just throw it into the dryer along with your laundry and when those are done, you know, make sure you empty your lint trap. It's going to be probably fuller than you've ever seen it <laughs> or close to it. Um, you know, big wad of, of hair and, and, and lint and, you know, even human hairs will be in there as well. And then just throw it back in the washer and start the cycle all over again. And that's what I was going to ask. How is the best way to care for it? Because I just kind of rinse it off and put it back in. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. There's, there's two ways um, to really get the most you know, out of these and keep them the cleanest. Uh, the simplest method is just throw it back in your washer. You know, throw them 
throw them both in your washer and the detergent will hit it and kind of clean the surface off if there's anything stuck to it, which there might be some, you know, stray hairs there. Um, alternatively, you could just take them to like your kitchen sink and like probably one or two drops of dish soap, like a Joy or Dawn, and just, you know, rub them up a little bit and you'll find that the tacky surface um, will be kind of reactivated, you know, once it, it gets, you know, cleaned off. And how long do they last? Each one, how long does each one last? Because I know they have multiple uses. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, the, the great benefit of these is that you could reuse them over and over. Um, we're not exactly sure what the upper limit is. Uh, we have customers that have used them for uh, two years. I mean, they get smaller over time. Um, so they become, you know, a little, little tinier uh, after, you know, probably 200, 300 uses or more. Um, so you can use them over and over and over again. And depending on how much laundry you do, you know, for some people that might be six months. For others, it might be, you know, two years, depending on how much laundry. Like I have three dogs and mm -hmm. I use it uh, in my laundry and I also use it when I wash their blankets and their beds. How many fur zappers should you use? Like if you have multiple, what's the recommended use for multiple uh, dog household? Yeah, good question. So as a rule of thumb, we say one fur zapper per medium-sized pet. So if you have like two pets in the house that are you know, regular size or medium size, we recommend you know a, a two-pack of fur zappers. If you have a lot of pets that are you know super shedding, if you have huskies or big labs or something like that, you know the, the more the merrier in this case. So you know if you have if you have three pets in the house, you might be able to get away with a two-pack. But we recommend again, like one per pet is a good is a good rule of thumb. And that's that's what I do. Yeah. So oh, good, I'm doing it right. Uh, <laughs> can you share some troubleshooting tips with the listeners to ensure that the fur zapper is most effective to help remove pets' fur from our clothes and our laundry? Like if a top load as opposed to like a front load. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we find that both um, you know the top load washers and the front load washers both work you know, very well with fur zappers. They're both, you know, very efficient. With a top loader, the one recommendation we have is um, put your laundry in, you know, get your detergent in there and drop the fur zappers on the top and let them sort of work their way down as it's, you know, oscillating, you know, the drum and, and you know, scrubbing your clothes clean. As for front loaders, you just throw them in really anywhere within the washer. Uh, that works, you know, really well. There are some very important tips, what to uh, use as far as like fabric softener or dryer sheets. As Fur Zapper has a very, you know, soft, tacky surface, anything that could leave like a residue or like an oil on it um, will reduce that tacky surface. So we recommend that you don't use fabric softener uh, or use very little. And we recommend not to use dryer sheets as well because they will, you know, put like, a, like an oily sheen on top of this you know, wonderful tacky surface that's trying to grab hair. However, if you use fabric softener dryer sheets, we just recommend that you take them out, uh, take the fur zappers out when you're done with your washing and drying, and then bring them to the sink with a little you know, Dawn or Joy soap and just give them a good cleaning to get that oily uh, residue off. And then they'll be tacky again and ready to, to go back to work for you. That's great. No, and it is. I mean, I've been using them for over six months now, and I just, I swear by them. 
Where can the listeners go to learn more about Fur Zapper, where they can purchase it? Because it is, it's an amazing, I call it magical. It's an amazing <laughs> little thing. I mean, I I said it to my sister, to my friends, so that they are aware of it. Because a lot of people are like, going, oh my gosh, I have so much pet hair on. No, uh-uh, I found a trick. So could you tell uh, <laughs> the listeners where they could go to learn more about it and where they could purchase it? Yeah, you could learn more uh, on our website at furzapper.com. You know, we sell them there, you know, directly to the public. And we have a lot of good, you know, tips and tricks and troubleshooting, uh, you know, questions on there that we've answered as well. So it's a great, you know, resource um, just to kind of see how it works and, and what it is. Uh, we're sold on the website. Uh, we're on Amazon. Um, we're in Chewy. We're in uh, all the Walmart stores across the U.S., and a couple other online merchants like uh, Ace and uh, BedBathBeyond.com, Target.com as well. Well, before we go, uh, Michael, is there anything that you'd like to share with our listeners more about the fur zapper? Well, I, something we like to say is, you know, shed happens. You know? <laughs> so we know it's going to happen. You know, you love your pets. You just don't exactly love, you know, the hair they leave behind. And you know, this is a great solution. You know, I came up with it myself to solve my own problems uh, with pet hair on the clothes. And, you know, was we're happy to, to hear that, you know, not happy to hear that everybody had that problem, but uh, we're excited to be able to, you know, help solve that problem. So, um, you know, we're glad to be here and, and offer that service out there. Well, it, it helped me. And, and I want to thank you for being our guest and for creating the amazing Fur Zapper. I personally love it. And I found it to be a game changer in my home. You know, I have a multi-pet home and a number of people that I know have multi-pet homes. So I know it's helped them too, because I've shared this, uh, I've shared my little secret here. And uh, we loved it so much. We chose it as one of Miss Alves' favorite things. So it was featured in Suncoast Pet Magazine because, uh, we're believers here. We're fur zapper believers. So that's great. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh no, we really, really enjoy it. And anything that makes lives easier for pet parents, you know, sign me up. I'm, I'm all in. So I want to thank you again. Thank you for everything you've done for us as pet parents. And I want to give out the the website again, it's furzapper.com. You can go to learn more about it. And there's a lot of places you could purchase it. You're definitely, and it's very reasonable and it has a long lifespan. So uh, for those of you out there that are looking to change the way that you do your laundry and change the way that you have fur hair and human hair, like all over the place, I think that I got the answer for you. So <laughs> Michael, thank you again. And well, uh, thank you for me. being our guest. It. It's been our pleasure. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. 
Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. As a pet parent, I'm always trying to ensure that my pups are not only eating healthy, but living safe, healthy, and happy lives. Jonna Devereaux is a clinical pet nutritionist, the director of nutrition and wellness for Bow Wow Labs, and founder of the award-winning Fetch R.I., a unique holistic pet shop and boutique in Richmond, Rhode Island. And we are welcoming Jonna back on the show today to share her helpful professional advice for healthy and happy dogs. Welcome back to the show, Jonna. Thank you so much for having me back. Well, it's our pleasure. You always have such great advice, valuable advice for us here. Um, For the listeners that may not be familiar, can you tell us a little bit about Bow Wow Labs and what it is that you do there? Of course. Um, So as you mentioned, I'm a clinical pet nutritionist, so I am the director of nutrition and wellness at Bow Wow Labs. Bow Wow Labs is a a small company um, onto big, big things. We created the Bully Buddy, which is a safety device for dogs that like to chew on bully sticks mm-hmm. to prevent them from choking on that last inch um, of the bully stick. And really, we've just kind of expanded from there into some healthy treats. We just came out with a new dental line, which I know we're going to talk about. But everything that we do is to you know just support the mission that is also yours, to keep dogs and puppies as happy, healthy, and safe as possible. And believe me, as a pet parent, that is very valuable to me. So, um, so can you share like some helpful tips? Like how do we keep our pets happy, healthy and safe throughout the year? Yeah, I'd I'd love to. So, you know, one of the things that most people talk about all the time is about food, right. And what goes in the dog's body. And that is extremely important. Um, but we're not going to get into that today. What I do want to mention is let's talk about the treats. Most people look at food, but they don't think about the treats and all the extras that they give their dogs or their puppies. So one of the things you want to think about is everything that goes into your dog's mouth matters. It all goes into their body. It processes. So when we're looking at treats, let's take a new stance on them. Let's make certain that they have you know, less than eight ingredients, that they're free of artificial, ingredient, uh, artificial additives and chemical preservatives. And if you can, ideally make them free of wheat, soy, and corn. Those are all things that are our dog's bodies don't need. Um, another great tip that I love is to add water to your dog's bowl. Now, a lot of people say, oh, no, my dog drinks enough after they eat. And that's kind of not how their body is designed. Dogs are designed to eat prey, which are about 60 to 70 percent moisture. And so when we're feeding them a kibble or for those who home cook or feed raw, um, there's still moisture that's been removed from the food. So we're asking their stomach juices to do more than just assimilate nutrients. We're asking it to also rehydrate kibble specifically. So what you do is help the digestion process by simply adding water right to the bowl. You uh, Rule of thumb is about 30% water to whatever the dry content is. If you're feeding home cooked or raw, you just adjust it slightly. You know, you don't want to let the food get mushy. Um, just add the water right to the bowl and put the bowl on the ground. If your dog is a finicky sort, which some of them are, I always recommend introducing water on at a low rate and slowly over time to get them accustomed to the water because it is really beneficial to them. Um, 
if dogs are not properly hydrated, we'll start seeing it in dry skin because skin is the largest organ. So the, the body steals from the skin in order to help with the digestion process. So um, that's another great tip. Um, I always say please aim for a minimum of 20 minutes of exercise each day with your dog. It's not only good for your dog, but it's also good for you to get outside, get some oxygen and some clean air. And while you're out there, try walking your dog on a harness versus a collar. A lot of us don't think about the fact that collars put a lot of um, pressure and force constantly on the thyroid glands and the trachea, which can actually cause um, a variety of health problems. So going to a local pet store and asking them to help you get fit for either a front lead or a back lead harness is going to be extremely advantageous. Um, for a lot of dogs, it helps them to stop pulling, which makes the walks even more enjoyable, but it actually does contribute to their overall health. Um, of course, being part of Bow Wow Labs, I'm going to say make sure you let your dog chew at least once or twice a week. Um, long-term chews help with mental stimulation, which um, helps with this serotonin and dopamine and this happy feeling that your dogs get. It helps to calm them. It also helps with their oral health. And oral health has a direct link to overall health, including inflammation in the body. What we want to try to do is remove bacteria in the mouth. Um, because if that bacteria sits around too long, it does create issues throughout the body, which leads me to my last point, which is to clean your dog's teeth. Um, a lot of experts are saying that you can actually extend your dog's life by 20% by cleaning their dog's teeth regularly. We recommend that you brush your dog's teeth daily because the biofilm that collects on the teeth can actually form into tartar after being there for 48 hours. So a really great way to ensure your dog is going to have a clean mouth is just make it part of your daily routine. Brush your teeth and then brush your dogs. Bow Wow Labs has a new oral care kit. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so our oral care kit is a game changer. We have a patented four, we call it a four-in-one toothbrush. And so it has three heads on one side and an opposing head on the uh, opposite side. And what it does is it takes brushing your dog's teeth from, you know, a minute to two minute of hassle down to under 20 seconds. What the three heads do on the one side is actually encapsulate the tooth and go right down to the gum line. So with a quick three brush, three um, stroke, that side of the mouth is done. And like I mentioned, the opposing head helps to keep the jaw open. And it also cleans the, the other side of the tooth in hard to reach places. And we also have an enzymatic toothpaste gel, um, which I'm really excited yeah. about. I was a big part of helping to formulate it. And so it includes Manuka honey, it includes sage, it includes aloe vera. So it's all very gentle on the dog's mouth. There's some antimicrobial properties in there, antibacterial properties in some of the ingredients that we included. Um, and it is formulated so it actually can be used for both dogs and cats. And our toothbrush comes in two sizes as well. So for small dogs and cats, and then one for larger dogs. As we're talking about the dental, we're just coming out of dental awareness month, but people who are pet parents need to keep this ongoing. It's not something you just do it once a year, get your dog a dental. It's so important because it affects all different parts of their body when you neglect their teeth. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, the bacteria that's in the mouth can cause chronic inflammation throughout the body. Uh, it's been directly linked to heart health and it's been directly linked to other distant organs as well. The American Veterinary Medical Association um, actually indicates that 80% of dogs by the age of three have some type of periodontal disease, which is 
crazy to me, right? (laughs) When it's so easy to just eradicate that um, by just simply brushing the teeth every day. And, you know, one of the things that I think is um, a block for a lot of pet parents is that they don't know where to begin or they haven't really Mm -hmm. had their fingers in their dog's mouth and they're concerned that their dog is going to reject it. And, you know, my methodology for all of this is just go low and slow. There's no race, right? It doesn't mean that you have to start brushing today if you've never brushed your dog's teeth or if you've never had your fingers in their mouth. What you do is you start desensitizing them to the practice. So maybe you put some, um, you know, organic, natural peanut butter on your finger and just let them lick that and start getting them accustomed to your finger in and near their mouth. And then you just slowly over time start to desensitize them to you being around their mouth. And that's when you start with the toothbrush. And then, the, you know, and sometimes you do the toothbrush before you do the toothpaste gel. Sometimes you do the toothbrush with a little bit of that organic peanut butter just to really get them excited about the process. And then you add in the gel. If you haven't been brushing your dog's teeth for the last four years, there's no rush to do it tomorrow. But I would indicate I would I would, you know, encourage you to get the rush on to start getting your dog to allow you to be around his mouth so that or her mouth so you can start to brush the teeth. Um, I would also encourage you to have a conversation with your veterinarian. Go have your veterinarian look at their oral health, you know, see how their teeth are. A lot of times dogs are cranky um, or they just don't feel well. And what we don't realize is some of that discomfort comes from issues in their mouth that they have, you know, painful teeth um, that need to be removed or they have the early stages of, you know, gum disease. And so these are all things that you really want to be preventative about, um, you know, making certain that they it, that it doesn't progress to a point where now their whole demeanor changes because they're in constant pain. So I encourage everyone to go to their veterinarian, have a conversation. You may need to have a veterinarian do a preliminary cleaning. And then once they do that, all you have to do is upkeep by brushing your teeth every day. I'm kind of passionate about the dental situation. The yeah. My little co-host on my show, Miss Olive, when I adopted her, she came out of a, an abuse situation and her teeth had to be all every single tooth had to be removed she also had her leg removed for cancer but she had they had to take all her teeth she had never had any nothing i mean she and it's it it, it was just very her mouth looked like a frisbee and she's a little italian greyhound it was a huge it was so infected so that's why i'm very i'm very passionate about with the dental for the dogs because it could literally save their lives well, it can save their lives and it directly impacts, it impacts yeah. their happiness and what mm-hmm. they are able to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you now have oh, a severe yes. limitation yep, as yep. to what your little girl can eat. <laughs> so there are ways to make it still really healthy for her body, but, you know, it, it's it's a little bit more um, inhibitive, obviously. Uh, yeah, so, but my other two are fine. And you know what else I wanted to bring up when you were on before we talked about the bully buddy? And I have to tell you, I got feedback from our listeners. They found it to be kind of like a game changer. Can you just tell us about the bully buddy because of the way that it operates? It, it helps. I find it to be almost like a safety device. It, it is a safety device. So that's actually what we, you know, some people try to call the bully buddy a toy and we're very quick to say this is no. not a toy. Mm-hmm. It is a safety device. And the sole purpose is to allow your dog to, you know, get engaged in an instinctual need to chew. Um, and so the bully stick is going to be a really great um, long-term chew for dogs. But a lot of dogs, they'll use their paws, but when they can no longer use their paws tactically to kind of navigate that last inch, they just put the whole thing in their mouth mm-hmm. and then they swallow it. 
which can lead to obstruction. It can lead to a variety of other issues. So what the bully buddy does is it's like a, it, I'm going to say it's a, a loose bone shape, right? It kind of it doesn't look like a bone, but it's similar mm-hmm. in shape to a, a bone, I'll say. And the center hole um, is where you put the bully stick. And there's a screw technology that we've patented that screws down on the bully stick. And so the idea is, is that when it's used properly, you can't pull the bully stick out, which means your dog can't use, pull the bully stick out. So it allows them all of the benefits of long-term chewing without any of the hazards of um, of that last one inch of the stick. So it is a game changer. And dogs love it. They take mm-hmm. to it really easy. You see them putting their paws on it. They carry it around. Like it's just, it's such a great device um, that is luckily saved thousands of dogs lives from you know not having that obstruction um, from the potential of that last inch being swallowed oh absolutely just the just the feedback i got and the people who said that they purchased it and it is a, a total game changer for it's almost like you have a a, a sense of relief that you don't have to worry because everyone's watching okay are they done are they done are they done it's just, this sort of takes the, <laughs> right. and that stress off <laughs> <laughs> for people that have dogs that um, are resource resource guarders, right? Mm-hmm. It's really hard if you don't have the bully body and they're getting down to that last one inch. A lot of people get frightened. I can't yes. take that away from my dog because he resource guards. The bully buddy also kind of prevents that from happening because the dog can't get to that last one inch. They can try, but they will give up and walk away. And then that's when you can take it away if they resource guard, of course. Um, the bully buddy comes in six sizes. So it you know, we have one for every size dog from a five pound chihuahua all the way up to a 150 pound mastiff. Um, so it, it's, it's designed for the dog with them in mind, with their safety in mind, and also, you know, thinking about the overall health that comes with long-term chewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, it's great. And I have a resource guard, so I know <laughs> I personally yeah. was very happy when I received mine. Um, could you, before we go, is there anything that you'd like to share with our listeners we may not have covered? No, I mean, you know, I think what's most important when it comes to your dog's overall health and happiness is that you just create an environment where they're happy and safe as well. So play with your dog, get out and enjoy them and love them. They are the largest source of unconditional love. And at the end of the day, we all just have to do the best we can for them with whatever that allows for your budget or your time, but just enjoy them and kiss them and, you know, be thankful they're in your life. That's probably the best tip of all. So, well, Jonna, thank you so much for coming back on our show and being our guest and sharing such helpful advice on keeping our dogs healthy, happy, and safe because that's what it's all about. If I could just encourage people to go to BowWowLabs.com or you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at BowWowLabs and you can see what we're doing. Awesome. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for all of this great information and also for sharing that, the oral, the new oral care kit. I think that that's uh, going to be very important for pet parents with their their doggies' lives. So I'm all in. (laughs) Thank, Thank you for having me. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, 
As our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.